Okay, let's talk about some more articulation exercises. If English is your language, you hear, what are you going to do? As five words. But when we combine them together, when we do the linkage, we say, what are you gonna do? That's one word. This joined up effect is fine and allows the language to flow easily. Provided that the listener can also interpret the combination of the sounds. However, unless you and your listener know and understand each other well, you need to make all the individual sounds clear without the flow of the sentences. Another way to articulate the power of your voice is by singing a line or two from a simple song. Try a line from the nursery rhyme such as sing a song of sixpence, a pocket full of rye. As you sing this line, the various sounds are joined up in one constant flow of air. That's exactly how speech works too. You have a thought, it produces a breath, it turns into a sentence with a meaning. Repeat the line and say it as many times as possible to maintain a similar flow and rhythm. Sing a couple of sentences like Don't worry whether a specific tune emerges. Simply enjoy the melody and rhythm and put your heart and soul into it. When we recite high-flown poetry, it increases the feeling of talking on a cushion of air. Take a few lines of Shakespeare and speak them in declamatory style like a great actor of the old school. Start off with the following example from Macbeth. In these lines, Macbeth is talking about the futility and slowness of time. So stretches out each line in order to emphasize an endless feeling. This stretching involves lengthening consonants and vowels to make your words stretched out and joined up. You normally do this quite naturally. If you think about the sounds and you think through the sounds and give the words loud feelings, speak each line in one uninterrupted breath. Take a good breath at the end of each line. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Creeps in this petty pace from day to day to the last syllable of recorded time. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the way to dusty death. Use the mental energy behind the words to direct the sound. Hear the boredom and desperation of tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Allow nothing to break the direction of the sound as you speak the words. In normal conversation, you may not be particularly aware of long sounds, but they're certainly the way to sound interesting. For example, if you make an announcement at a meeting about a new project, the entire endeavor sounds more innovative and interesting if you produce it as the new project. That is called elongating the sound. Make a deliberate effort to listen out for the long sounds when other people speak. Note which words they are lengthening and why. Observe how long sounds add to the sense and significance of others' comments 
and note the emotional impact of lengthening these sounds. Stretching out the long walls. Walls are voice. They are the continuous sounds your ear produces. If you make a sound without the words, it's likely to be a wall. When someone stamps on your foot, for example, you say, oh, and when you don't know what to say next, you say, hmm, or when you're shocked, ah. English has five written walls, but there are many more wall sounds. They are tall, they are short, they are long, they are tall. There are some following of the main ones, which helps in the pronunciation. Try to say them as a feeling of a long sound. Ooh, lose, ooh, put, oh, pot, ah, con, uh, cup, ah, card, eh, tap, eh, bed, e, bead, er, bird, e, big. Try each of these preceding wall sounds without sounding consonants. Check out how your mouth moves as it changes. Try various combinations, permutation combinations. Move smoothly from one wall to another. The two walls that are coming together to form a wall team and the mouth changes. Feel your mouth widen as you move from E to R. Two wall sounds merging together appear often in English. These are called diphthongs. Like eel, air, go, pay. English also has triphthongs, three sounds like fire, fa, your shower. These sounds sound clearest when you enunciate every wall sound. William Butler Yeats' poem, The Lake Isle of Innisfree, has plenty of examples of diphthongs, especially the last words. I will arise and go now, for always night and day. Ahio, lake, water, tapping, lapping, with low sounds by the shore. As you read the preceding lines out loud, make the most of the long diphthong sounds. Feel them roll around the inside of your mouth. Enjoy the atmosphere they create. If you make the wall really long, the word becomes even more important. Barack Obama created magic in his 2008 campaign speeches, including through his use of long sounds. These sounds, notably in words such as schools, change, and believe, help people connect and remember him. The sounds rang in the people's ears when he talked about the poor and the old. He was speaking in an honored tradition, harkening back to Martin Luther King. Indeed, many people will never forget the precise intonation that King used on the word dream on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. 
In his famous speech, he almost sang the words, I have a dream. How long was that dream? The longest dream in history. Let's talk about how we can enjoy the character of the words. Words have a character that you bring out in long sounds. Some words characters happen in obvious ways with onomatopoeia. Words whose pronunciation imitates the sound associated with the word moo, growl, meow, purr, bow, and murmur. But apart from these obvious words, lengthening the word sounds give you additional character and meaning to many words. Say the following words with long vowels that bring out the emotion behind the words. Just think of the meaning as you say the following. I'm lonely. Experience the desolate sound of that O sound. And when you're feeling lonely, go into a sad note. I'm lonely. The vast open plains. The longer you make the sound, the more extensive the plain. The same effect is possible with words such as long, tall, and wide. The wind was moaning in the trees. Hear the sound of the wind. He kept his cool. Linger a moment in the calm of that cool. Come and get warm. Sense the heat in the sound of the warm. The marble was smooth. Caress the smoothness of that ooh sound. I'm determined to see it through. Hear the force of will in that er sounds. Speaking well isn't about making beautiful words sounds, but putting your energy, your emotions, your feelings, your needs, your wants, your desires into the feeling associated with the word. Great speakers from the past knew how to use long walls. You can hear in old recordings the gravitas these long walls create. Listen for example to President Franklin Roosevelt's 1933's inauguration speech, especially the famous part about fear. Speak the lines yourself, making the most of the long wall sounds in bold. This is preeminently the time to speak the truth, the whole truth, frankly and boldly. No need reaching from honestly facing conditions in our country today. This great nation will endure as it has endured will revive and will prosper. The first of all, let me assert my firm belief that the only thing we have to fear is fear itself. In the upcoming episodes, we will talk about how to stretch out the long consonants and go further drill down into the act of articulation. Thank you so much for listening.